0: What's Papa Slime? How y'all doing? Welcome to episode nine I think it's episode nine of the swamp life. Yours truly, Don Cayman, Big Gator, Gator Love, Spiffy Gator, Turtleneck Gator, Gold Chain Gator. I think that's all all the aliases I have right now. You can address me as any of those and nothing else. Um Hopefully you guys have had a nice week so far since last time you heard my voice. Um, I don't really remember if I've had a good week. I feel like if I had a bad week, I would have recalled, but I took an extra dab before pressing record, so I'm a little forgetful right now, but you know, I'm still trying to give the quality content that I usually try to deliver. So just stay along for the ride. Hmm, so I'm not really sure where to start this week. A decent amount of shit has happened. Um, so the All-Star game lineup, the All-Star lineups were revealed for the NBA this week. Uh, there were a few snubs. Like, so I guess Andre Drummond feels like he was snubbed. And I'm looking at the rosters right now. And so the big men in the game are DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, LaMarcus Aldridge, Draymond Green, Al Horford, Kevin Love. Oh, Chris Karl Carl Anthony Towns. And out of all those people, the only person that I would take Andre Drummond over, or I I would pick Andre Drummond over, is maybe like, kevin love but even then like statistically i feel like kevin love is holding his own he's he has 18 he has 18 9 and 1 i mean 1 is kind of trash but i mean he he's averaging 18 and 9 so i mean that's solid but i mean if you watch kevin love play he low-key looks like a bum so i mean I could feel somebody saying I would like you know what I mean that Andre Drummond deserves to be in over Kevin Love. But I'm not putting him in over Lamarcus Aldridge. I'd rather have Al Horford than Andre Drummond. I'm definitely taking Chris Stopes. Definitely taking Cat. Uh Let me see. i I would rather have Joel Embiid as well. And AD and Boogie, so. There's, I mean, I don't really feel like he did get snubbed, but another notable snub was Paul George. Now, I'm definitely putting Paul George over Jimmy Butler. I'm also putting Paul George over Dame Lillard. I know Dame deserves, you know what I mean, to make it, but like, Paul George, I feel like also deserves to make it a little bit more. Draymond Green definitely deserves to make it for sure. I'm... But if I had to pull somebody off that list, I'm definitely pulling Jimmy Butler. Because... He just... Yeah. Yeah, he's the one. I'm looking at the list right now, and just to confirm, but it would definitely be Jimmy Butler, Bradley Beal, and then Dame Lillard. Dame definitely deserves to be on there with Paul George, but... I would definitely take off Jimmy Butler and then Bradley Beal for sure. Because Paul George is better than both of them and he has a good... He's been having a good enough season and we've been rolling recently. So, he he definitely should be on that team. Um, speaking of basketball, the apparently the Cavaliers owner is trying to sell the squad. Uh, I wonder if that means LeBron isn't coming back next season. Or... Potentially, I heard, you know, the only reason LeBron went back to the team is because Dan Gilbert agreed to sell LeBron the team. So this is actually pretty interesting. I wonder if this is going to be one of those things to where it sells to a, a partnership group that is linked to a shell corporation that's linked to a shell corporation that's linked to some other business that somehow LeBron owns. You know what I mean? And that might be, you know, just some big conspiracy theory. But I feel like that does make a lot of sense. While we're on sports, I'm just going to get all these sports takes out the way on the earlier end. Uh, unfortunately, man, I was on, I was a minute and I think 16 seconds away from calling the AFC Championship correctly. It came down to Blake Bortles on the final drive that could have changed his whole fucking legacy. Like, I hope, I hope, like, people understand the severity of this one drive. Like, it could have made him a hundred million dollar quarterback. This one drive could have took him from being a bum in the league, like, the joke of the league. You know, Jadavion Kalani calling him trash and everything. But I'm sure multiple defenders and every, I mean, I'm a fan of the, just football and I feel like Blake Bortles is trash so I feel like there's plenty of people that would agree that Blake Bortles is trash he could have went from that opinion to a fucking I'm a Super Bowl quarterback I've I've been to a Super Bowl he went up from that to making 100 million dollars like my nigga all you had to do was not go out there and play like Blake Bortles from 2016 but what does Blake Bortles do have a fucking flashback like all you got to do is not go out there and get a turnover that's literally all you got to do you, you just got to make you just got to make some throws get a touchdown you're a fucking professional quarterback you do this every day every day and uh, i don't know if he just choked or like if he understood the severity of the drive so it was just a little too much but, man, how like I don't see how you fuck that up, dude. Like it just doesn't make sense. How do you just put it in not where it's supposed to be, time after time after time? Like is he working on his craft? Like, what it like? What are we doing here? Is he just showing up when he's supposed to show up? You know, just doing the shit he's supposed to do, and that's it? Like, is he not putting in any extra work? Cause like I'm confused on how he he like expects to just. Well, I'm sure somebody's going to sign him for a backup deal, but does he expect to be a starter next season? Like, seriously. Because if I'm the Jags, I'm going after Eli. I'm going after Kirk. I'm I'm getting somebody else. There's no way I'm letting Blake Bortles lead my team next season when we got that kind of defense. We got Marquise Lee. We got Alan Hearns. What's my other dude's name? Motherfucking the best one, and he's hurt. And his last name's Robinson and I don't remember it right now. But he's the best one on he's the best one in the receiving core and he's hurt. So and they got Leonard Fournette. So with this group of talent on the weapon side, I would not want Blake Borders leading this team offensively if I could get another quarterback who's ready and capable. I would prefer Eli low-key because Tom Coughlin's there and when Eli was with Tom. They won two Super Bowls. So, I, I would think that that could maybe work out. Especially with that defense, Eli wouldn't have to do too much. Eli knows not to do too much. When Eli tries to do too much, he gets turnovers and shit, you feel me? So, I think in that team, Eli might be able to get them to a Super Bowl. If Eli was in, on the team this year, no. But, you know... In that system, in that playbook for a season, I think Eli might be able to do it. You know what I mean? I'm not sure which team I chose last week, though, uh, between the Vikings and the Eagles. Like, I think I chose the Eagles. So let's just say I chose the Eagles and I was right. So, yeah. But if you listen last week and you heard me choose the Vikings, then just be quiet. All right? That's none of your business. Mind your business. But you can tweet me, though, and let me know. I am gay. Um, so it's the Patriots versus the Eagles in the Super Bowl. And um, I'm going to have to go with the Pats, you know, just off of... Just, I, like, I feel like if whoever won the AFC championship was going to win just off tops because I feel like that defense was going to be able to swarm, um, a backup quarterback being Nick Foles, and, uh, I just, I think the Eagles defense matches up really well with the Patriots, um, offense, last of the week Nick Foles was like 26 or 30, this is all off the top of my head by the way, so if I'm wrong, or if I'm like, I'm a few numbers off, just. Yeah, fuck you. So he was like 26 for 33. I think he had 354 passing yards and three touchdowns. And I just think there's no way he's going to do that against New England. You feel me? Like, I just think they're too well coached. You know, they're going to have two weeks to prepare. They're a much more disciplined team than the Vikings. You know, I think the Vikings were still riding that wave from beating the Saints on that last play. I don't think they really got their discipline in order like they should have. And, you know, the Patriots aren't going to make mistakes that help you beat them. You know what I mean? They might drop an interception or some shit like that, but they're not going to be mispositioned on the field in order to help you beat them. They're just too disciplined. Especially with two weeks to prepare, they're going to be watching all the film they can, and just their coaching strategy is just going to be too strong, I think, personally for the Eagles but the thing is that confuses me about the NFL and just the Patriots and why they're good is because I don't see why that's not something that every team does basically New England just changes their strategy every week to play to their opponent's weakness and it sounds very simple because it is that's literally what they do every week, and I don't see why that's not what every winning team is trying to do, because like there's 32 teams, but not all 32 teams are trying to win the Super Bowl. So like the winning teams, I don't see why that's not a strategy that they don't try to adapt. Like if you're a good team at running the ball, the Patriots will put an extra men in box extra they'll put two extra men in the box. If you're a great throwing team, they'll pull them out the box. They'll have their men in the zone. They'll play two deep safeties. They just, they change their strategy every single week. If you have a weak secondary, they'll fucking attack. If you have weak seven, if you're weak up front, if you're seven men front's weak, they have five running backs, literally, that all of them run the ball. And they all do different shit. So they change their game plan every single week. And I don't see why that's such a strategy. Like, I don't know. I know how weird this sounds because, like, it's confusing to me personally. Like, I don't see why a team like the Steelers, for example, wouldn't change their strategy to not copy, but play to their strengths and their opponents weaknesses at the same time. And just fucking become a more disciplined organization. Same thing with, like, the Seahawks. They have such a strong defense and such a versatile quarterback. Why the fuck aren't they doing more offensively? Like, and defensively. It just, certain things don't make sense to me, you know? Like, all praise go to the Patriots for being this disciplined and being this good of an organization. And getting away with all the cheating that they get away with but it just it's a it's a little puzzling to me personally that they do get away with all the shit that they get away with and that they're such a disciplined team overall and the fact that no one's co- like not even copied them because i don't feel like you can copy everything that they do but i feel like they have given out a clear blueprint that i feel like people who have actually been in the league have a better Understanding of than I could even imagine, so it just doesn't make sense. You know, while we're on things that don't really make sense, um, I don't know if you guys seen, but Monique wants everyone to stop watching Netflix in support of her stance against Netflix because they offered her five hundred thousand dollars for her special, and I'm I'm assuming she feels like that's way too low, so. She feels like she was disrespected, I'm assuming. And my thing is... How much was she expecting to get, you know? Like, I haven't seen Monique out here popping, doing TV movies or anything in a few years, in all honesty. So she's not really relevant currently. I haven't seen Monique out and about since she was talking about how she got blackballed. So... I don't feel like she can compare herself to someone like Amy Schumer who's super relevant right now in the comedy world, you know, number one movie in the country when her special came out, um, just traveling, doing hella shows, so she was super relevant, super popping at the time, so I don't feel like she's even comparable, Monique can compare their prices, like, I definitely do agree with Monique that she should have got more than 500000 and Maybe Amy Schumer shouldn't have gotten 13 million, but goddamn she did, because she was popping at the time. Monique's not popping at the time, so I do agree with Angela Yee, you know, I probably would have given Monique, like, two mil, you know what I mean? I feel like that's a decent number for an acclaimed actor who's proven themselves in the comedy world, and just in Hollywood in general, you know what I mean? She's earned her stripes, so I feel like she could easily get two million on the other hand though they had to there's um i forgot who pointed this out but you got to think about the business aspect man is monique able to raise 2 million in sales and in business merch all that shit you know shows like can monique bring back more than 2 million because if they're paying her 2 million they expect her to accumulate more than 2 million in sales and shows and that shit you know what i mean And in all seriousness, I don't know if Monique's brand is strong enough to create $2 million of revenue. So that was a, I don't know, man. You know, that's just the way I'm looking at it. Um, What was a little shocking though, was Wanda Sykes, I don't know her last name, she apparently only got offered half of that and I think that's super wild because I think she's funnier than Monique and I don't think her brand is as strong maybe but I think she's funnier and if she know she was marketed properly maybe went on TV a bit before she announced her special I think she could actually generate maybe if she went on TV and you know did a little pre-comedy show before actually going on tour to just elevate her relevance and get her name back popping out there then I feel like she could actually generate maybe a million in revenue but I definitely feel like she could have gotten more than or she deserves more than $250,000 in just for her special alone you know while we're on veterans in the game there was an old beef that was rekindled over the weekend and uh i'm not sure how or what happened in all honesty i don't know what 50 cent said or ja rule just snapped one like just woke up and went in but let me read y'all some of these tweets man this nigga started off i'm pretty sure by saying fun hip-hop fact 50 cent is a pussy somebody replied and said all right lol are you sure you want to do this you remember what happened last time He said, yeah, I do. 50 Cent got beat up, stabbed, and shot. What do you remember? Nigga. Like, I'm confused as a motherfucker on what Ja Rules were recalling. Like, I don't uh, disagree. Maybe 50 Cent did get jumped, stabbed, and shot. Let's just go with that. But he ended Ja Rule's fucking career, nigga. 50 Cent's still out here prevailing, doing movies. He elevated his motherfucking game. What the fuck is Ja Rule doing? Like, regardless, 50 Cent might have took that L in the battle for that one battle, my G. But, life-wise, he killed Ja Rule. He killed this nigga. Ja Rule was that nigga. I don't know if everybody who listens to this is old enough. I'm not even fully old enough to understand how much of that nigga Ja Rule was in his prime because I was super young but just like being a big rap fan and everything you know I do my history so I kind of get the magnitude of it and Ja Rule was that nigga bruh and when 50 Cent came out he fucking ended him he ended this nigga's career nothing Ja Rule put out after that started popping so I don't it's just a little wild that he can He just feels like he can attack slime, you know what I mean? Because, like... He killed him. Like... He kept going, too. Like, So, let me just read y'all some more of this. He said... So, someone else replied to one of the tweets and said... IDK, y'all. I mean, I don't know anyone walking around this bitch after being shot... Less than... Shot one less than ten times... And he's at least still a little tough. That was that there were so many typos in this guy's tweet. My bad. I, I just kept reading. I think he meant, I don't know anybody that's been shot ten times, that's not at least a little bit tough. And Ja Rule said, We call them victims where I'm from. And this nigga said, I own your soul 50 cent, and everyone sees it now. You're my bitch. And his last tweet was, I said what I said. Man. That's, like, shit. I'm just, I'm a little confused. Maybe some behind-the-scenes shit happened that, you know, nobody really reported on. But in the public side, I feel like Ja Rule was buried after the 50 Cent battle, so it's just a little wild to me. Keeping it on music, uh, Kanye and Kim had their baby today. They named her Chicago West. Um, I think that's an interesting name and uh i'm gonna just leave it at that not a bad name i don't mean that with any sort of negative connotation i'm a kanye stan but uh i just think it's an interesting name i've never heard of another child or person in general named chicago so i think it's unique i think it's pretty dope but one of the biggest things i wanted to talk about was kodak black man he got arrested this weekend he got charged with seven new count or seven new charges so one of them was grand theft of a firearm two charges of possession of marijuana by a felon or two well he did get charged with possession of marijuana but that was with over 20 grams the charges of possession of a weapon by a felon weapon or ammo child neglect without great bodily harm and two probation violations my thing is, why the fuck are you letting niggas in your house with guns and weed around your kid, my nigga? While you're on probation, wait. If I'm not mistaken, slime is on parole. But if just whatever, let's go probation. While you're on probation, probation house arrest, you can't go nowhere without your probation officer, without your probation officer knowing where you're going at all times. Why the fuck are you letting someone live stream, my G? That, like, I'm fucking puzzled. my Like, you're getting millions of dollars right now. Millions of dollars. You're getting chance after chance after chance to not fuck this up. You get on house arrest after all these sexual assault allegations or whatever. All these charges that are against you. They put you on house arrest, bro. You could, you, yeah. The homies get to come over. You still... You got this big ass house. You still get to do whatever the fuck you want. All you gotta do is not snitch on yourself. Like, that's all you gotta do is not tell on your goddamn self. But you let a nigga live stream in the crib handling guns and weed while the baby... You can see the baby on the camera. My nigga. You can see the baby while the weed is there, while the gun is out. Like... While you're on house arrest Like While you're famous and on house arrest You don't think nobody's gonna see that and say anything At all my nigga Like that kind of shit just doesn't make sense Bruh Like how How is a nigga that dumb Is he He really can't be that dumb Bruh Like Who are he's Like who are his friends, man? Like, I'm not even going to call these niggas his friends, bruh. Because if if I'm the breadwinner and everybody's just around because I'm the breadwinner. Like, but y'all been my niggas since, you know what I mean? Before I was the breadwinner. But, you know what I mean? I'm providing so niggas quit their jobs. You know what I mean? Just whatever. Niggas got to take the fall for everything. And I mean motherfucking everything. Don't bring that shit in my house. Don't live stream if you bring the weed over, though, because, you know, I I do smoke. Keep that shit off live, pimp. Don't bring that shit around the baby. Why would you have... Nigga, I'm frustrated with this nigga. I don't even know this nigga. I'm not even a big Kodak fan. But for to watch a nigga do some shit like this and just fuck up his whole life after making this amount of money and just this amount of success, it's, like, frustrating. Like, why, as another black man, are you just watching another black man tear himself down it's just like fuck dude be better this is exactly the kind of shit that they expect us to do this is exactly what the system is set up for us to do bruh and you still fall into the same fucking trap like it is not that hard once you get money to not fuck up yet somehow time after time the same niggas keep doing the same motherfucking mistakes bruh but I 100% blame his friends for just being yes-men around him, man. Like, he should have kept Master P around, paid Master P. Master P might have strained Pimp out. Now this, I don't know how many years this nigga's facing now. Because I don't even see it, the way for him to discredit the video or in any way. You know what I mean? It just looks bad 100%.